Okay, forget all the fretting about North Korea now and its missiles. A different sort of bomb has officially dropped in South Korea, and millions could be affected. I'm talking about the bomb diggity, titled Gentleman, the new K-pop single by Korean dancer, singer, Madman Tsai. Will it be the new Gangnam Style? That was his first single that scored an unprecedented billion hits on YouTube. Jesse Appel was responsible for at least one of those views. Jesse's an American Fulbright scholar in Beijing, where he's studying the art of Chinese stand-up and doing a bit of comedy of his own. In a fit of boredom, Jesse made this parody of Gangnam Style, which he called Lao Wai Style. Lao Wai Style. That video, by the way, is at theworld.org. You gotta see it. And Jesse Appel joins us now from Beijing. Jesse, what does Lao Wai mean? So Lao Wai is the word for foreigner that's uh, generally used here in China. Although, oddly enough, it doesn't apply to Japanese or Korean people. So I guess you would sort of say it would be a like a pan-American, European, African type of foreigner that's dictated by the Lao Wai term. So it goes viral, and then suddenly you get all these requests pouring in from Chinese TV shows for you to come and perform Lao Wai style. But I gather there were all sorts of conditions yeah, for your parents. It was funny. I mean, some of them had a lot of conditions. Some of them had no conditions. They'd say, like, okay, send us a script. And then they would highlight two or three of the lines and send it back, and then they'd say, change these. What were some of the lines that got changed? One of them was, I'm the type of foreigner that doesn't wait for the light to turn green before crossing the road, which if you've ever been in Beijing is really funny because people jaywalk here all the time. It's sort of like what being a Beijinger is, is when you see light on the other side of the road, you just make for it. Right. That implied that I didn't follow traffic regulations and sort of tangentially implied that Beijingers don't follow Beijing's traffic regulations. And then I had a, a second line was that I am the type of foreigner who avoids the third ring road during rush hour because there's a lot of traffic. And so that implies that there's insufficient infrastructure and that, you know, the, the government isn't preparing the proper amount of infrastructure for the people. And then the third line is that I'm the type of foreigner that doesn't get cheated when they go to the Silk Street Market, which is a um, tourist haven that's known for having uh, Chinese vendors start with ridiculously high prices and then foreigners get to haggle down and they settle somewhere that's twice as expensive as what they should be paying. But the <laughs> foreigner is like, oh, I haggled them down from from $130 for this lousy pocket watch to $20 for this lousy pocket watch. Wow. It, it, it is kind of nuanced, i got to say. I mean, you, you've been studying humor and the art of stand-up in China, and I'm wondering how censorship plays into what's considered funny in China. There's a couple of misconceptions uh, about the way that censorship works, especially on comedy. I mean, people are so used to seeing stuff like The Daily Show and Western comedy that they sort of assume that, oh, you know, the moment the censorship is taken away, like Chinese people will have their own copy of The Daily Show and be bashing their own government. Um, that's not the case for more reasons than the fact that the system doesn't support something like The Daily Show, for instance. I think it's not in the cultural way that Chinese people really look to make jokes. But that doesn't mean that people don't try to get jokes in about their own government. I mean, they certainly do. So I can't let a uh, Fulbright scholar who's studying Chinese stand-up go without asking you this question. Heard a good joke lately? So there was a recent thing where uh, dead pigs were discovered in a river and flowing through Shanghai. Right, we reported uh, on it. 
there's a conversation that goes between a Beijinger and a Shanghainese and the Beijinger says, oh, well, you know, Beijing, our environment's the best because we don't even have to pay for cigarettes. We just breathe the air. <laughs> and then the Shanghainese says, oh, you know, our environment's the best because we just need to turn on our faucets and we get pork soup. Okay. That's so, what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. Jesse Appel, a Fulbright scholar in Beijing, where he's studying the art of Chinese stand-up. Thanks so much for your time, Jesse. Great to meet you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it.